All right, well, we're late because yeah. we have to put you, uh, get you to stop crying. So much stuff. I know. <laughs> Those tears. <laughs> Academy Award. You should hear my acceptance speech. All right. <laughs> What's up, you two? Hi, guys. All right. I wasn't crying for real. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if only it did. Oh, oh, I wish it did. If only it did. Mm -hmm. This was tough. Because mm -hmm. it's like fall, it's in between, fall somewhere in between. I wish they made, which yep. we kind of did. That. We hit that one. And then, um, uh, well, I guess it, that was, it was hard to balance between I wish they made. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I, I hit it on a couple of them. So, if stuff, only they did today. Stuff that we hadn't talked about yet. So, you're not going to yep. hear the skimmer that has the recirculation lid on it. All new. We already said all that before. All right. And today, uh, community tab, uh, something special for everyone. Yeah. Not a single person left out. State of the end. Well, you guys want to find out in what's the United coming. States, I should say. Um, All right. So I, I actually want to open today's oh, with uh, Ryan C's. Oh, and uh, Ryan C, and he, I am saying this because I had some of the similar uh, ideas here. His is all Hannah checkers should beep or make a sound when they're ready to check after using... <laughs> Yes, yes. I so many times, like you set that thing on three, uh, like a three minute wait timer for phosphate, mm -hmm. and then you would go do something else. You look back, and the reading had already come and gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like, hey, Siri, set timer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice if that thing beeped at you, especially because I'm often doing two or three tests at once. Yeah. Like, I, I want to get each one going. Yeah. And so yep. I can't really use a timer on my phone. Efficiency. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks, man. Ryan. Hey, for all of you out there, then join us and share. Yeah, what, sure. If it only did, we'll call him up here. Uh, Dave now is on If Only It Did uh, Patrol. All right, so I'll just go with the first one. I'll go with the first one. Ah, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna feed off of Ryan C's uh, fandom there and his idea. But my idea, I wrote this about two hours ago, so no crossing paths here. Um, I wish. Okay, think about this. If they could put a Bluetooth chip in the tiny little controller uh, that comes on the Nero Five pump, it's, it's really mm -hmm. small, super small. I think that we can start putting these things in a lot more items. So I wish. And since mm. I wish they did and I wish they built it, but I wish the Hannah checkers would log oh. parameters. And then something that has a, just a small little Bluetooth in there that sends to my Hannah app. Oh, to an app? Logs it out of your... Uh... Logs it from all of my things. So oh. I could actually even just built in logging where I can push an up and down button and go oh. through like my last few tests. Man, but if they had where's that been? I know. Yeah, that beats actually the beep. Uh, we're gonna have it send. Uh, you do the test, and it automatically logs Just into your app. Maybe it's like Apex Ready or something. I That'd know, be awesome. I know. All right. So, so I wish it did that. I wish it did. All right. If only it did. The heater that backs itself up. Ooh, right. This okay. is super simple, by the way. Yeah. The, as soon as you hear it, you'll say, "Why does nobody made this thing, or why doesn't it work?" Because all we're doing, if you think about a normal aquarium heater, all it is is a you know a pro or a thermost or a, a heating element heating attached element. to a controller. That's it. And then we go plug it into another controller, and sometimes into another one. You know, <laughs> like our heater controller into the you know aquarium controller. Yeah. There is no reason that the aquarium heater itself can't have a second thermostat in it and a second relay mm. in it, so that you know we set it up the, to maintain 78 degrees. But if it ever got stuck on for some reason, then the next one's set up for 79 degrees, and then it is capable of turning it off as well. Huh. Yeah, and so like all that garbage that's in that controller doesn't actually take up that much space. No. If you add in just like one more thermostat and one more relay or whatever you want to put in there, yeah. it takes up just a tiny bit more space, and now I got my controller inside the controller. I have redundancy in the same, uh, same box. That's all I need. Who would buy it? Uh, who would buy the, the heater out there if it had its I own would. redundancy, two thermostats, two relays yeah, in there? I definitely would. Yeah, if only it did. Okay. Right. If only it did. Oh, that's kind of cool because we're on. I'm on a temperature thing here too. If only it did. If only cooling fans had a temperature probe that would mm. sense when to turn it on and off itself. Oh man! I don't that because right now I I need a controller to measure the temp, to tell the outlet, to turn the fan on and then turn it off. Why can't we just put a temperature probe that we had on our heating element, into, plug it into a fan, and that gets dropped in the tank because you're mounting this thing in one of two places. Back of the tank, which 
easy to hide a temperature probe cord, mm -hmm. or over the sump, easy again to hide a temperature probe. So this thing kind of exists actually, uh, uh, but not the way that you'd like it. Okay. it. A lot of them have temperature probes to measure the ambient air. So right. if your hood got over X degrees, then it'll uh, vent yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be Why? way better to more, have it at the temp of the actual water. That's what more people use it for anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then you don't have to have an apex or anything to make it and be really inexpensive as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, turn on and off. And Wish it did that. The beauty of that is, by the way, is it won't be on all the time, so no noise. Mm -hmm. And also that uh, it will, won't cause all that unnecessary evaporation. Maybe you don't want that evaporation in your house. So, mm. you know, when you blow all that air over the top, what it's doing is causing evaporation. To cool it down, And yep. that's what's, you know, the release of that energy is what cools it down. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, that's Told a good one, man. Right up. Yeah. All right. If only it did, KZ, had a better guide to use how to use all those dumb products. There's so <laughs> many, true. man. And like, how we, are you supposed to know how to use them all together? We did. It, we just hit. Uh, I think it just hit the site like today or yesterday or something. The BRS KZ bundle, the mm -hmm. 160 bundle. The things that the exact bundle of KZ blue bottles that we use for the 160, the 750, and all that. We just built that kit. But uh, there's a whole bunch more that we're not using. So a guide to tell me which how and which ones. So I, mean, I don't think I've told you this yet, even. Mm. Uh, certainly I haven't told you guys yet. At home, I'm using the one, two, three, four. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I was super tempted to take the array of uh, the Coral uh, stuff. Vitalizer. Yeah, all the stuff we use here. Stuff, yeah. And take that and use it at home because I know it works, right? Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to like a reefer's test tube myself. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go test for yourself. Because, you know why? Because it's, you know, three bottles of color elements and mm. one amino acids and it's one, two, three, four. I mean, like, then you don't have to go hunting. But, it's easy. you know, yeah. beyond that, I wish that we could, there's like, there's like a guide, you know, that kind of tells you what each one does. But it, it's not super clear as to how, which one you should use with each other and what, oh, yeah. you know, like, what we're going to get that done. Are, I, yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things that I think is on us. So we will get that done for you. Uh, but if only Casey had a better guide on how to use his stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, for me, oh, this this has got to be doable too, and I think Neptune is probably right now best positioned to do something like this. But if only my par meter or the PMK in the in the apex world, um, if only it communicated to my lights to auto adjust to my goal. So if I said if I said I want the goal of 200 to 350 in this section of the tank, all I would have to do is go, all right, I'm about to start testing. It's like calibrating. I'm about to start calibrating, or I'm about to start testing. Here, 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 here. It does the average and it tells me, uh, adjust. You know, I was thinking about it, that I, you stole one from me, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I mean, this is a good one, because I had light automatically tuned uh, using a USB PAR meter, like mm. calibrating a pH probe. Exactly. And so there's two ways to do that. One is what you just described is, let's go take four common points in there and tune it until they uh, go. Average, and you'll probably kind of yeah. have to go back through them again. Mm -hmm. But literally, literally, if I only took one spot, you know, like the middle of the tank, and I put it in there, and then mm. it just adjusted the lights down until it hit 300 par. That would help. Just a ton of people. 300 pound, done. Like the chances that you like would, uh, I mean, like get into the zone for the type of coral you're looking for, go up like you'll you'll do it for sure. Oh yeah. Instead of like having the analog par meter, and I'm just kind of taking a picture and I'm, uh, of my tank and I measure and I go right on the paper and then I go adjust my lights and re-measure. You know, when you really come down to it, if you take a one spot in the center of the tank that you want 350 or 300, the right rest the is gonna kind of balance out itself anyway. I mean, close enough, Close right? enough. Uh, and so actually, I mean, open and honest, I never saw the value in the, is it PMK? Yeah. Yeah, so Neptune makes a PMK and I never really, it's kind of just too expensive for me. It comes in this rock. I, I'm going to use it a couple times. I don't really get it. Right. But if it's hooked up to their system and, uh, you know, some lights out there and you can just, maybe it was just, just does it on zero to 10. You know, you yeah. know they get their sky coming, so maybe it does it mm -hmm. automatically with theirs mm -hmm. probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now that they sell both these things, this is silly you, if they don't do this. You almost have to. Uh, I mean, they have the unique capability of this. Yeah. So if you can put the, just put the par meter wherever you want it, like let's put it in this case, 
you know, I want it to be 200 to 350, you know, for SPS in, in the tank. Look, I'll put it right in the middle and just say, tune this until it says 200. Yeah. And then go check and see, you know, take use the same par meter or look around. God, done. Yeah. That would solve so many That is the way this should work. Yeah, that's the way it should work. Right on. Well, that's, I mean, you beat me to the punch. I stole that one to you. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the next one then. Uh, I'm going to go, this is also a Neptune alarm, man. I wish it did. I wish the damn thing would pause rather than turn off. Okay, so this happens oh, to me all the time. Neptune alarm goes off, tells me my auto top off stopped working, a low water yeah. alarm goes yeah, off, yeah. and I'm not at home, so my phone is blowing up. What do you do? I shut the alarm off. You shut the alarm off. And then forget about it. Promptly. When do you turn it back on? Forget all about it. Yeah, when something else dies and you're like, damn it, I never turned it on. <laughs> so it'd be really sweet if the Neptune uh, alarms, I mean, they're so if valuable. There was a pause. But like, yeah, here, don't Mute notify for me for another f hour. You know, uh, not every 10 minutes. I mean, some of our phones and apps and things like that, you can, you can do that where you just say, mute for the next two hours. And then mm -hmm. two hours later, it starts back up again. You're like, ah, mute oh, for 30 so minutes. Is there like, like a normal function within the phone to do that? Yeah. I've never used it. Yeah. You have to show me. Well, no, no, not for the Neptune thing specifically. Some phones, now that, I'm, uh, now that I've migrated over to Android and oh. Google phone, it, I might be able to, I think I can pause some of my notifications for a certain amount of time. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I, I wish it was native in. in there. Instead of turn alarm on, off, auto, Pause for an hour or pause for four hours would be awesome. I mean, you could do this with virtual outlets and, you know, programming a virtual outlet to be on and then to, uh, oh, yeah. to auto so that way it shuts all the email alarms off while the outlet's on. There's always a way. I mean, there's a know. way, but the, if it was just built in, then you could just go snooze. Somebody should actually share the way because I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, for me, I w you know what I wish it did is uh, an algae scrubber. Uh, if only it would tell me when it's time to scrape. And I think, you know, the algae scrubber I have in my office has a light facing one way and a light facing another way. And if there was like a little photo cell or something on one side that reads the amount of light coming through the uh, screen of the algae scrubber, and then after a certain point, it says, I can't really read much anymore. He's uh, send me a little thing that says it's time to scrape or uh, light comes on or something. I'm going to one-up this one, man. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, I had, I didn't write it down because I thought it was too close to one we've talked about before, nah. but, like, an algae scrubber that scrubs itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, why is it in today's age, you got all this technology and lights and stuff, and you, you can't get a motor with a blade on it that just comes down and scrapes the thing off every few days yeah. and goes mm -hmm. back up? I mean, we talked about it with, like, the roller mat, like, grow the material on, like, a felt oh, or yeah. whatever, but roll it, roll it just as easy, like, let's just scrape it right off into some little catch basin. Like, because... If you could do that small form factor scrubber and the sump was built for it mm. and it just deposited the stuff and you just kind of went and scooped it out every now and then, lots and lots of people would use this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I, I had uh, also, if only it did, a camera setting on lights. Oh. Right? Meaning... I'm tired of wandering around trying to clip that stupid orange little clip on my phone every time I want to, yeah, you know, yeah, take a yeah. picture of the tank. If you're standing in front of the tank, then everything is orange. Mm. And I don't like resetting my lights all the time. And yes, you could probably do this with, uh, you know, like a like a feed mode or something, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Apex or whatever, yeah. or sometimes even log in your phone. But it'd be nice if, like, you know, a lot of these lights, like the Radeon has three buttons on it that I would never use. If one of those you know? I was able to program Boom. to set everything to camera mode yeah, with my individual settings in Mobius and now activate the button on the top. Walk up, yeah, Mobius, mm. set it up the way that looks good on a camera. Yep. And then hit the button because I love photoing my tank, man. Defaults, I love doing it. Defaults for like five, ten minutes. Yeah, and I'm done. And it goes back. It goes I back. I have to remember to. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I don't know. If only it did. Yeah, right. I'd take that one Go for ahead. sure. Um. Ah, yeah. Oh, Python, the Python water changer. I wish this thing came on a hose reel already installed. Like, oh. Is there a hose reel? They could make a hose reel option for the Python with like a 50 to 100 feet of tubing. Oh, I'd buy that straight from the get. Okay, so some, many of you probably haven't seen this. But here, what we use is, if, you, if you've seen them at the store, they have like 
for a garden hose, yeah. it's like a coil. And Master it like kinda, Flex. You know, yeah. sucks it in. I think they're, I don't know. They're on Amazon for like 80, 90 bucks or 100 yep, bucks or something. Somewhere in yeah. there, yeah. I was going to say 79 or yeah. something like that. Uh, and it just reels up. And if you get one at your house, the first time you use it, and you in just kind of pull it back outside. once and it sucks the whole thing back in, you're like, this was made for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know where have you been. Why doesn't everyone have one of these? <laughs> uh, but actually what Zach did here was take it apart, yeah. pull the hose out, and put the python in it. So that Somebody should do this hose. for other people and sell them that way because now you can pull it out, suck all the crap out of your tank, and, and then you can even use it to push water back in. Oh yeah, switch it around and then put water back in. Use that pump too. I'm not worried about the the hose from the python and you know mm -hmm. and the brass fittings and all this other stuff that comes with the hose reel. Yeah, somebody out there. If only if only it did. Already did that. If yes. only it did that. Right. Came with it. Okay, this one, man. Uh, this one's kind of like near dear, dear to my heart. I think a lot of people would do this if it existed. Mm. Right. If only. Coral subscriptions also were or were more like the trunk or uh, trunk club of corals, or or for you fishermen the mystery tack box type mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. So oh, I get something new. Didn't even know it was coming. Yeah. So for those who don't know what uh, trunk club is, it's like a some kind of like fashion site or something. You yeah, call yeah. them up and like tell them this is the clothes you're into, oh, uh, and I then see. they the send curated you curated box. Yeah, they send you this box of clothes. That, you know, ah, okay. I don't know. Okay. My, my wife bought me a coupon for it. I never used it. I don't know. But <laughs> I learned about it anyway. So uh, they send you a box of clothes that are kind of curated to you. And uh, mm. I don't know. I guess it's awesome. But think about it for corals. Uh, corals. Like you could say, okay, I like the subscription model because oh. it's really hard to, you know, put six thousand dollars of the corals into a tank yeah right but a lot of people out there could put you know a hundred bucks or 200 bucks every other month or something in there oh, yeah and get a box of them put in there and just over time and you just get to add stuff and eventually you land in the same place and all you, you know? have to tell all you have to tell your uh, coral curator is uh, man, I'm thinking I need a little more green or a little more red. I love green. I love red. I'm, I love softies. I, I love whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, already have these. Yep. You yep, don't send me yep. any more of these. And so trunk club of the coral subscriptions. I think, you know, from a, a hobby standpoint, it's just kind of fun to get, I mean, presuming that you're working with somebody who's going to send you something cool and not a bunch of garbage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I you know, presume you're working with somebody cool and they're going to send you cool stuff every month, the stuff that you don't have and you've already put on a list I'd like. And you just kind of box it up and surprise Easy. me, and probably at a high value. Yeah. Uh, like I get a couple extra corals that way that I wouldn't have gotten, uh, you know, free. Man, trunk club of the coral subscription. Coral trunk club. Uh, the, you know, the reason this one came up is because uh, we joined the WWC oh, yep. Coral Club. Yeah, we get like six, seven boxes uh, per month. And yeah. then they distribute them out, come with little cards, tell you what it is. You know what? So it was funny because they're always offering to send us corals, but I like I don't, I don't like I feel bad. And I like keep taking these free corals from all the time, <laughs> even though they're so generous there, right? We had to, yeah. So I like, hey, why don't we just like sign up for their coral club? And because all the guys here, you know, we have tanks all over the place all here. There's like thirty plus some, tanks, yeah. so we get like six batches of their coral subscription every week, and they'll go in the tanks. Uh, I think they give us like an extra one or two, uh, but yeah. uh, you know, and I don't know. So I don't know. I think Adam's going to share that on Instagram or something. Yep. 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 Yeah. You can watch for it on our social. And uh, Aaron says that um, Battle Corals must have something like the Battle Box subscription. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I think there's a lot of subscriptions out there, but there isn't a like curated that. experience. Yeah. 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 That trunk club portion. Yeah. The curated, especially because if I'm signing up for, for a subscription, the things that are telling me uh, about it, like, I don't want to do this is a, am I going to get garbage? Mm -hmm. I don't want any garbage. Yep. B, I don't want uh, like a bunch of stuff that I just don't want. Like, I mean, maybe it's a really cool soft coral, but I want soft corals maybe. Yeah. You know? Three, I don't want stuff I already have. Oh, don't yeah. just keep sending me the same coral I already have, you know? And so if you can curate the experience to, you know what? I generally like everything in this box. B, I'm not getting any duplicates. Mm -hmm. And C, I got a couple of extra value out of it. Send them to me every month. <laughs> or at least every other month. Like, make it fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know, it's Cool. Right. Um, what's my next one here? Ah, if only PVC plumbing would disassemble and go back together. 
Are you talking about the I'm compression thing? Talking about the no glue. Okay. <laughs> I've been arguing about compression fittings with the team here. Everybody thinks I'm insane. So I want to know if you guys think I'm insane. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Can my compression fit my plumbing so I don't have to? Oh, I, I just cut that too short. Cut it all apart, redo it all again. Okay, so I hit up the guys at CPAX because they sell these really cool compression fittings and they refuse them to sell to me for some reason. They're like, no, they're only for uh, 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 why, like uh, municipal water applications. Like, yeah, dude, if it, it works up to 256 psi. That's way we're more. We're at like four, man. <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, no, no, we're only selling. To, like, I don't know who knows. I'll find maybe some other place because uh -huh. I think Hayward or, or George Fisher or something yeah. sells them too. So. What they are, though, is just a compression fitting, so you can slide the mm -hmm. uh, tube into the compression fitting and then screw the cap on. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the Think old school th things for RO. Yeah, or even like the the dosing. Most dosing pumps have uh, like a compression fitting type head kinda on like that. it or yep. something like that. Yeah. You just insert it in here. All right, so everybody out there is like, uh, that I've heard so far about this compression fitting idea is like, you know what? It's probably too expensive. I don't line up extra leak points mm. and all this other stuff. And this is my rebuttal to all of that, right? Okay. So if I got compression fittings mm. that go on to normal PVC, one, angle no longer matters. Oh, yeah. It's essentially like a union at every single connection. Mm. So one of the biggest things about getting plumbing right is like, you know, measure twice. Uh, line it up, try to like do a little pen mark, yeah, and then get it, it on, get it quick, perfect. You know, it's perfect, shoved in all the way, and the at right that right angle, angle <laughs> and you had to write the line perfect. Terrible. Yeah, uh, I mean, we all get it done, but usually there's like some pressure bending on something, which yeah. is actually a leak point. Yeah, it does. Okay, so now if I have this compression angle, doesn't matter at all, done. Also, mm. length of pipe, doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. Uh -uh. I could be off by like a half inch, and it really doesn't matter. I can Just move adjust. it back and forth. Yeah, yeah God, and, that's the big one for me. And if I screw up the length of the pipe, it's I don't find out after I glued it. I find out I put it in the compression fittings, it doesn't fit. Oh, well, throw the pipe out, cut another Start pipe. Start another one. And it's like, un, un, take apart everything I've glued. Well, and it's not like... Uh, um, it's not like these things are made to be, you know, taken apart, put back together, taken apart, put back together. But maybe once a year, I wonder if you could kind of unscrew things and look inside, or maybe every two or three years. Like, I don't know if somebody's taken apart their tank and looked inside the plumbing after you're tearing a tank down, but the the spiral, oh, yep. the spirorbid worms and the fan worms and even you know nasty uh, bristle worms and stuff that's in there. So no glue, also. Right, no so I, I can assemble the thing together and turn the water on. Yes. I don't have to worry about a glue. And then, like, if, if for whatever reason it did leak, I'm certain I can make a, a seal. Mm -hmm. The leak part is where everybody's like, I don't know, I don't want compression oh. fittings leak, blah, 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 blah. You know what? It's designed for 256 psi in a municipal water application. I'm sure it won't leak. I'm pretty sure we could get it done. <laughs> I'm pretty certain. I, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but, like, uh. I, so I love the idea of the fact, and they're actually coming cool colors too. Yeah. Uh, but I love the fact that you don't have to measure the angle. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be really perfect the uh, the length. Uh, I can assemble it without the glue. I can have it up and going. And then, two years from now, when I decide that I want all kinds of new gear or new sump or whatever. Oh yeah. I, you know what? Or I manifold or whatever. Mm. I can just take that one piece out and build anything I want. The whole idea behind a new sump, like I want to mm -hmm. upgrade my sump, but I can't because uh, all the plumbing's fitted just for mm -hmm. that sump, not anymore. Yeah, we had uh, the idea to replumb the 360 like yeah. multiple times. And just never did it. So much of a hassle. Yeah, but if I could just unscrew some things. <sighs> okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm dying to know <laughs> if you guys would use compression fittings uh, for all those reasons. Yes, they'll definitely would cost more. If only it did though. But if only it did. The option's out there. All right, okay. If only the skimmer neck expanded and contracted with the DC pump. Mm. Okay, so here's the thing: is with a skimmer, you know, you're managing it to the organics comes in your tank, mm -hmm. and I might increase or decrease the amount of air using the DC pump right. to get that foam engine working right, but the neck is still stays the same. So if it's a big skimmer, you know, the neck's still a coffee can. This is very important to uh, single pump uh, skimmers, right? 
that's probably important to both, but yeah. Okay. So what I, basically what I had to do is if I have this big giant coffee can, I have to make a whole coffee can full of foam before yeah. any of it comes over. Right. However, you'll notice on a small skimmer, it's like the size of a Red Bull can, yeah, right? Exactly. And I only have to make like a half a cup's worth of foam before it comes over. Easy to do. That's for a small tank with small organics. And it doesn't necessarily mean small tank because it could be a big tank with small gallons. 180 gallon tank where I put my first four fish in, but later on someday I'll have 40. And I just you need know? a bigger neck. Yeah, yeah, and then I need a bigger neck. And it's not just tuning the uh, skimmer, mm -hmm. but tuning the neck size. Or even if you just give me the option to change the neck size out. Like, I don't have to buy a brand new mm. skimmer, you know, when uh, I, I outgrow it. I can just get a bigger neck size and crank it up with the DC. This should be pretty easy for something like um, um, Bubble Magnet, or not Bubble Magnet, uh, Royal Exclusive to do. You know how they're next, like on your skimmer? It's the nope. first time I found out that that, that uh, little neck came out. Oh uh, yeah! It's, all, it's just sealed in there. Why not just build the, uh, a neck size up, or cone it, and I drop it in the same thing. They, they pop in and out already. Why not make smaller sizes? Total no-brainer. Ah. Nah. All right. <laughs> uh, I wish somebody would do that. Uh, if only it did. If only it did. All right. All right. Uh, speaking of skimmers, uh, Mad Shep's Reef here says, mm. a skimmer that turns on and off uh, when nutrients get too high or too low. Okay. It's like a self-regulating type of skimmer. The Vertex guy told me he patented this thing. I haven't talked to him in forever, so I don't know. But oh, yeah. he, he never showed it to me either. But it was some kind of contraption that actually monitored the water level inside the, the skimmer. And so that uh, if mm. the bubbles were lower in a certain point, it would raise the water level to make sure oh. that the bubbles were in the right place. And if there was too many bubbles, then they would automatically lower. So it would adjust based on the amount of organics and food at that particular time of the day, rather than just kind of working at some point of the day and kind of not. Yeah, actually, that's not bad. Yeah. All, that's all we're doing, you know, other than adjusting the areas, adjusting how we collect it. I don't know really how hmm. it worked. Maybe optical, sen who knows? Know. Like a lot of sensors are gonna, in, not normal sensors may not work in that environment. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, next one for me. Um, oh, this is absolutely possible today. Um, power heads. I wish, if, or if only they did, if only they told you when it was clean or when it was mm. time to clean them. This is possible. If I, if I can have a return pump, uh, which a lot of return pumps on the market right now, DC ones, We'll have the the fault settings, you know, if the speed of the pump or of the prop or whatever is, you know, dying or slowing. Uh, it's, this is technology that could easily be trans put into Clean the me. controller of your power head. And now when the thing says, hey, you know, I'm running at like 40% capacity of what I'm normally am brand new out of the box. Uh, it either flashes a little something at me, beeps a little something at me, but... Throw me some citric acid, I mean, turn me on, let me clean me up, maybe like, brand new. Yeah, Vortex, I have, you know, Mobius to tell me that it's time to clean those things with a little message. There's Max no Spect, reason. I have the, uh, you know, a controller to tell me. Even if all I do is flash, because it doesn't yeah. have to happen immediately. No. I walk by and say, oh, oh that thing's you know flashing. what, it's orange this Sunday, man, when I'm doing my normal stuff. I'm going to clean it. Yeah, but also the inverse. It's green, don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Easy to do, implement right uh, now. All right. This one, man. This one, I don't know exactly how it worked, but I think it could work pretty easy, to be honest. It's if only the, do the Neptune dose was a standalone auto water change system. Ooh, that's actually really good. Yeah, because like I, I mean, we had to send, spend wires and all this stuff all the way into uh, you know mm. my uh, like an electrical room to bring the dose there, yeah. and you have to have an apex, and like not everybody's buying an apex, but like there's a, there's a, a group of people that would buy a $500 apex and a $300 dose, or an $800 apex and a $300 dose, and would like water, auto water changes. And there's a whole other group of people that just want the auto water change for 300 bucks. I pay the 300 bucks, <laughs> never do a water change again in my life. Heck yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna give you a story. I did a water change the other, like the other day, actually it was about a month ago. Uh -huh. uh, and then like, I did it with the, the Zero, you know, the uh, CJ Zero, it sucks it off the bottom of the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I did it with that thing, and I'm like, man, this was so easy with this in the Python. Like, is the auto water change really worth it? 
and I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna have some egg on my face maybe if I end up if doing this manual. Pull back to water, water change. You know, I've already yeah. got the other thing installed, but I'm like, I can do a really big water change all at once, yeah. you know, and like, I can do a 30% water change, to take 30 out, put 30 in, and be done. Yeah. Right? What's Still took an hour and a half. I did it again. Yeah. Uh, I did it again the other day. So, like, I came back, like, a week ago, and, you know, it had been about a month. I did another 30% change here manually. And, hmm. dude, it took, like, an hour and a half to suck all the water out, yeah. pump it all back in, and, like, Oh, never mind. This is for the birds. Yeah, your time. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I'm chasing my kids around. Yeah. And like, dude, and like I'm so spacey. I spilled a bunch of water on the floor. <laughs> you know, like, I, dude, I, you know what? I out of water juice. So if only the dose. Somehow the dose. You could just like, you don't even need to collect connect to the internet, man. Like, like have a little knobby on it and, mm. and it like lights and says change up one gallon a day, yeah. two gallons, yeah. five gallons, ten, <laughs> done, man. That's the only functionality you really need. Yeah. You know, so if you could change out like one gallon a day or, or five, yep. Hmm. like I, I'd absolutely use that thing. I also like, um, I'm going to pull another one here from the crowd. Uh, Vasco says, if only the Neptune dose could let us know the amount of liquid left in the dosing container based on the amount that it's dosed. Yeah, for any container, it has the capability to do this because it does it with its uh, with the uh, DDR system. Mm -hmm. But all you, it's just as simple as the, your waste mm -hmm. reservoir for your Trident, which you can say my waste reservoir is two thousand milliliters. So it knows based on how much the Trident and waste is going in there when you're about to hit two thousand milliliters, and it will say, "Hey, this reservoir is full," and it's an icon I can put on my dashboard. So it does it for the dose. But if I used a, a different container or the DDR, the DDR, but yeah, if I use a different container, all I would say is, hey, it, it has a gallon. Uh, this is a gallon capacity, and I started right now. But it doesn't have the ability right now to do that. Right? It ha it no it, capability. It has not the capability. Ability. Yeah, they it's can not do there. it if they want to. It's wanted not there. To. Yeah. yeah, I agree with Actually, you. Actually, all it's like that is like a, an application that's been done to a bunch of areas and just needs one last place. That, Finish it up. Bravo, bravo. I agree with you. All right. Uh, all right. So my next one here is, uh, I'm still on the power heads, and that is the Vortex specifically. If only the Vortex dry side were waterproof. The dry side was waterproof. Yeah. What would you do with it? All my all-in-one tanks that I can't hide my, pro oh. my power heads mm. in the back, but I can drop them down into Inside one of the chambers. Your, well, that'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah, there's an application. Uh, even I, th I think there's some people that have talked about wanting to put um, Vortec pumps on the back of their tank, but like our 160, we put it a half an inch or a quarter of an inch away. So what some people have come up with is, uh, you know, well, what if I build a box or something to put the dry side in and then mount it on here? I've seen these all over the you know forums and stuff like that, but I don't know. If only it was waterproof. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to add one in here now because I think you guys have heard this before, but if only the uh, Vortec was aimable, uh, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I don't know if it'll work or not, but in my mind, like I could have a you know Vortec dry or wet side and just have like a little bit of a scoop to it, mm -hmm. and now it's going to go you know 20 degrees that way, and because I can turn the thing, I can aim where that 20 degrees goes. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know if it's just going to blow off or something. Maybe somebody here has tried this. I don't mm -hmm. know. But uh, we've also talked about, like, whether or not the end of the, the wet side oh. could have, like, kind of like a lock line a spout, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, a big old uh, socket that goes on the outside of it, and you could aim it. Because the only thing, man, really holds me back on some of the Vortec applications is the fact, like, I want to be able to aim it. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be able to send that water in a specific direction, mm -hmm. not just straight all the yep. time. Yeah, I so, agree. So it seems totally doable. Wow. I mean, even the, even like the niche 3Ds of the world mm -hmm. who are making aftermarket parts for some Vortec pumps and stuff like that should be able to whip something up like that. But so if anybody's ever tried to aim, build like 3D print one of these things and aim it, I'd love to know if it's possible yeah. because like, uh, to be honest, man, I think there's a whole array. Like, uh, we're going to start working on some flow stuff here in the yeah. near future. I think you could have aftermarket, like, like even just from Ecotech, you know, like, like it's wide angle, narrow, narrow. angle, mm -hmm. it's aimable, you know. 
I bet you could even like kind of redirect it add into a sheet, you know, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah, who knows. Okay, uh, all right, if only it did, the ceramic medias came pre-populated. Oh, I was gonna go down that route, but I opted not to, but yes. I mean, like, I, it, it is like a total no-brainer, right? Yeah. I mean, some people sell live rock, they sell all kinds of other stuff, man. Like, grab a brick out of one of your established systems, give it to the customer, put, put a, a new, new brick one. in. Done. So, so like, double the what you sell a dry brick okay, for. Total no-brainer for a fish store. Any fish store that doesn't put those bricks in, the, in a reasonably clean system and then sell them out to help cycle a dry rock tank, Total miss. Big, big like, Because everyone big would miss. buy this thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, but even, like, I, I mean, you see all of the, like, ways that you can keep, you know, bacteria alive. I mean, when you got live rock from Fiji, it was going on a boat, you know, for a month. And yeah. sitting in L.A. for two weeks. It's not much you know, left it was like, there. By the time you got it, man, it was two months out of the ocean, but it still had all the bacteria. Hmm. So why couldn't you actually, you know, it wasn't heated or any of that other stuff. You know, why couldn't you just sell them those little blocks in a bag <laughs> Ready to and go. get, om you know, at least a lot of the same effect? Yeah. And you can ship them around, oh, too. Man. I don't know. They're yeah. talking about Instatank. Hey, somebody or make pre-done blocks. We'll test them. They work, man. I'll sell 8 million of them. Yeah. Uh, like, because uh, it'll be the new grand <laughs> thing. Fish stores first, though. Go ahead and do it at the fish store first because uh, <laughs> uh, you can probably just go walk them and pick one out. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Um... Uh, okay, I got two more. Uh, RODI unit. If only it did. Uh, here's what I'm thinking is, I think you could have an, uh, a solenoid attached to, so think about this. I got a booster pump, and the booster pump powers a pressure switch when my float valve gets full that tells the booster pump to shut off. Mm -hmm. What if I tied a solenoid into that system, so I, uh, it shuts my solenoid. Complete water to that little float valve is now shut off. Or it was the mm -hmm. solenoid on the source water that feeds the RODI unit. And the mm -hmm. solenoid said, the, the solenoid says, hey, the pressure switch of the booster, the booster pump just turned off because I'm full. I'm cutting water to the whole RODI system as a whole. Yeah. So, uh, you know what is it's on your booster pump thing because a lot of RO systems in the general market don't mm -hmm. use auto shutoff valves for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so when your float valve goes up, it uh, turns the thing off. Mm -hmm. uh, what they use is uh, like a pressure switch and a solenoid that shuts off water to the whole system. Yeah. Uh, and so the like Aquatech system has the pressure switch, mm -hmm. has the booster mm -hmm. pump, has the little AC adapter, yep. and you can buy, buy the solenoid. I'm not sure if we sell it or not because nobody. So. I don't you know, think so. Well, I think actually I've told them to do it, and they have a hard time getting them in. But I'll go double check again on it. All right. So uh, yeah. if only it did, it actually does. But I but, just never used it. So. Yeah, I don't know. But you can turn off the whole thing yeah. with water supply. Just little safe, little extra safety mechanism. Yeah, right now. Oh. All right, this you're gonna like this one. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. Okay. <laughs> if only it did. The part A and K of Tropic Marine were already mixed into the single-use pharma bags. I was gonna go into that too. Really? I thought about that myself too. It was like. What if we had two part? There was just already had trace elements in it. Uh, all I need to do is dump this powder in here, and um, I get trace elements and calcium and alkalinity. Okay, so anybody's following the uh, E170, that's what we're doing with that. Is we're doing the hybrid uh, of uh, Tropic Marin mm -hmm. and BRS. Mm -hmm. and the only reason is because it's a lot cheaper to use uh, BRS Pharma, and it's the same thing. It's yeah. sodium carbonate yeah. or uh, uh, bicarbonate and calcium chloride, magnesium chloride. All the same bunch thing. of the same stuff. They all pharma grade too. Yeah. 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 So they bought in. They helped us with the recipe, and they're like, "Yeah, actually, you know what? You can save a lot of money on just those things, and then you know you can use our trace elements the same way." So yeah, <laughs> what if? And so now what we have for the pharma is these cool little tear strips, right? And they cost a little bit more than buying it in bulk, mm. but it's a cool, cool little tear strip. You tear it off, and then you just dump it in and use a gallon of water. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it did cost you a dollar or something more than that way, but 
like I never got my scoops out. I never had to, to like to wonder if I got the right amount or whatever. I can kind yeah. of pour it on the edge. Yeah, or like, yeah. But what if now inside that pouch was also the right amount of the A and K trace elements Trump Marin and now your bulk pharma is not only the cheapest thing out there, but it's also the cheapest way to do trace elements with it too. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and the best, oh, cleanest man. stuff. Uh, this is win, 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 win. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on this one. So either we, we can get some a small amount of powder from them, or even what I was thinking is, let's get little teeny liquid bottles because the liquid stuff actually is more homogeneous for trace right. elements. Right. Right, it's an easier way to make sure that you got the right amount mm -hmm. when it's in a solution than trying to get powder so that's perfectly do, mixed. You'd have a little bottle that is a measured amount for a gallon of solution. Yeah, so yeah. you have inside your pouch or with it would be two little 30 milliliters or whatever it is. Whatever it is. And you Just dump those things in the whole with thing it and, and boom, trace elements, elements cal calcium chloride, oh, done, dude. Ship mission accomplished yep. the whole way. <laughs> uh, all right, so I would absolutely, if only we can do that. We sell the A and K, and you can do it on your own. Yep. We yep. do it, but man, the barrier to most people doing it is making it easy. <laughs> I, this one is, <laughs> that is I, one this, I'm easiest. taking this one on a personal mission easiest here. Ways. Let's them. hear some more. Um, Robbie D has the. Um, he wishes the Camor Bluetooth dosing pump should have a little watch battery in it, so it doesn't lose its programming when the power goes off. Oh wow! That would be a Duh. giant. Thank Giant. you, Robbie. I wouldn't use it. That's a, a I mean, bar barrier to using. That's it. I wouldn't use it for that reason alone mm -hmm. because I gotta come back. I don't know when the like it got bumped, circuit mm. got bumped, and like every time it does, I gotta go back and. It's interesting, man. We're gonna have to test that. Yeah, we I don't have know. we have Camors running calcium reactors all over the place here, but I guess we haven't had a power. Outage I feel like test. we had to have turned off, but we're using that. that I'll test Josh. Is it Josh the Camor, like a little three-head doser you're talking oh, about? Oh, no, he's talking about the Bluetooth doser. Okay, so a little uh, tiny, that little yeah, tiny black. Yeah, a little uh, black one. Yep, you're absolutely right. Hmm. Yeah, because I know that we've turned off that other one. Yeah, the, the Camor, like, continuous duding uh, yep. does, but any dosing pump should remember where it was last set. Yeah, sometimes there's just, like, these fundamental flaws that people have forgotten when they're producing these products for aquariums, like... Uh, and like, if you're gonna lose power and you gotta reprogram the whole thing, that that helps breaker. nobody. <laughs> yeah, that helps nobody. <laughs> uh, a couple more. We got here. a special today, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You guys been paying attention. We uh, started giving like deals at the end of this thing. This one applies to 100% of people. There's nobody that won't get value out of today. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, Chris Levine says pumps have better self-regulating and auto shutting off if the water level drops too low. Ah. This, yeah, this is that self-preservation type thing instead of having float valves or sensors or float switches that say, okay, if you get here, shut off my pump, the pump should be able to go, hey, I'm dry, shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know like uh, I think the core does that. You know, the octopus one kind of does it with the float switch, you know, mm -hmm. so yep. it has that protection, but not, it doesn't like self-sense over, over mm -hmm. RPMs. Yeah. Uh, does, does the core do that? I, want, I think the core might do that. Yeah, I think the Neptune core does yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I'm 100% sure it does. I, I'm wondering though if the Ecotech one does or not. I, I would be shocked if it doesn't. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but like that should be a default thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Self-preservation. Well, you know, it's funny because I don't know. I know the core one has it. I don't know if Ecotech does, and I don't know if the CJ like ADV. Uh, oh, that's DC another pump. one. Yeah. I don't know if that one does too. Mm. I mean, you should, we got to go watch. Uh, Thomas would have told us for sure. Yeah, I'm sure Thomas <laughs> already know. mentioned it in yeah. his videos. Uh, we all watch everything. You yeah. know what's cool about the Thomas one actually uh, yeah. about that the the DC pump is uh, uh, like, I don't know if you guys watch all these things, but if you watch and you pick up these little tidbits that are like, I never oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with the ADV pump from CJ is it has like a wireless connection. Normally like, oh yeah, great, another phone app, another whatever uh, connection yeah. to my home's wireless. But it actually has temperature monitoring built into the pump to protect the pump, but it also protect, or monitors it the temp of the your tank. tank. Yeah. So if you ever overheated or it got cold, it would send you an alarm on your phone if you don't own a controller. That's a And if you're not playing on a controller, that is a really that's awesome a, feature. Yeah, a, a weird one, but like, 
It's almost a, a deal I'll take maker. It. Yeah. Deal maker, not deal, deal maker. breaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So CHA DC pump had that really awesome. cool thing. Uh, I've got one more here for myself, and that one is a battery backup mm. for the controller that continues to monitor temp, pH, maybe CO2. Mm. Maybe it's on a display because if, if the power's out, my internet's not working. But if I had a battery backup to uh, maybe just like the head unit or whatever's driving the controller, um, I can have a display, you know, my little display uh, that says hey, your pH, your temp, mm. and some way to measure like the CO2 level or something in there. Make sure I'm getting enough circulation. Now, the argument would be like you could plug it into an AC, uh, like, like uh, UPS. UPS, but like we know those things are those only don't last, last very minutes. long. Yeah. yeah, so if you get DC going to DC, it'll last way, way longer. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is it? How much power does it take for the Apex and for, and to run? And for a probe, too? Yeah, nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Uh, if you could monitor those things, uh, you know, in real time, like that, uh, even when it's down, you can have, you know, no. I was thinking, like, what else would you need a battery backup for? And back in the day, it was to tell your keep the head unit alive to tell you that you weren't connected or to the internet anymore, and the power is off. But now they have the fusion that pings every once in a while. Specifically, talking about Neptune because I know Neptune so, more. But this actually is a good point too. Mm. So uh, Kyle Elder built us these boards you see behind us here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they'll be like available. He's gonna make them now. Uh, so oh, with yeah. the, the available Kuchumal? Yeah, so you can actually get the exact setup we have here lit up and stuff if you want. They're like drilled, pre-drilled, pretty, it'll be cool. Mm -hmm. But like one of the things I look at when I see it is that like that big giant battery backup box. And you've heard this one before too, but like, Lithium ion. Oh yeah. Yeah, or, or whatever. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't need to be this big giant battery, man. Mm. You have such a small battery and be able to power for the same time, take up way less space. It could probably take up about the same amount of space as like uh, one of those uh, the little modules, even. Yeah. You know, uh, shrink it all the way down. <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, that you want? Are okay. you out? I'm out. We got a couple oh, okay. more we here. We got a couple more here, and then mm -hmm. I'm about to open up my phone and ship something out. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys want to be a part of that, so don't go anywhere. Uh, here we go. All right. Uh, Dev Android says, if only the Neptune Apex phone apps let me manually adjust my zero to ten volt volt pulse, ports rather than just off and on. Wow, oh. I didn't know you couldn't do it on your phone. That's interesting. I've been. I mean, my computer's right next to the tank, so I always do it there. Uh, Huh. Well, then, absolutely, if only. Mm. I mean, there's so many things with, uh, you know, when you get into the Apex world, because because there's so many functionalities oh, and capabilities. Hundreds of ways to do the same thing. Yeah, and there's just, like, so many things that, like, you start to get into these little crafted worlds of, like, wow. Yeah. Because you made this available, this is I'm also, not... if only. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, that kind of, like, uh, opens up a whole Pandora's box, really. They get to do all kinds of things. Mm. Tristan's Reef has a really good one, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Why hasn't anyone re-engineered smaller, more compact sea swirls? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why do they have to be two inches or inch and a half big? Okay, are, you, are we talking about that, that big box that spins the power oh, around? Are we talking about that, like, that moves the, like, um, Sean had on his mm -hmm. tank up above? Yep. Yeah. That's a sea swirl, is it not? I so I, sometimes I get my sea swirl mixed with my squid, I believe it is, which was the oh, yep. the four prong box thing that would yep. divert the water different ways. But so, the sea swirl is the thing that usually yep. mount from the top. So the squid was like this uh, weird little round guy. You could plug into different angles for a closed loop, and it would spin around and shoot the water in different directions. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Closed loop sea systems. swirl though is a big giant project box <laughs> with a big yeah. pipe coming out the bottom and it was it was originally done i think mostly for the uh uh, uh closed loops and stuff as well yeah. as well because it it spins it back and forth around yeah and i think you put little, little cartridges or something in it to make it spin all around or stops at different angles or something all we need now is something that does that rotation which is super easy in a small box and how about a place to magnet your power head to it mm -hmm. instead of DIYing some stuff to this? Okay. Stuff? I want this super bad. <laughs> I know okay. you need it in your tank. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, like, for those of you who don't know, uh, I don't know, uh, I, I put sand in this tank, and now I don't have the, the vortex on the bottom of the tank anymore. Yep. And so I put in some tunes on the other side, 
And they actually don't look bad, as bad as I thought, because the, the paint is you know four feet wide. Right, right. It's this little disc, okay. and it really doesn't not, look as bad terrible. as I thought. Yeah. I know I, I thought I was gonna eat my soul, didn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, rather than have that magnet on the outside, because uh, my daughter loves to pull it off, by the way, uh, yeah. this is only a big part that sucks, is that if you could have that little pipe that comes in, uh, like Sean's tank, yeah. and then the cord goes up through it, yep. and okay. It's just not the same because it's off of the glass. It just inherently looks smaller. It's into the tank, so I can't really see. It's yeah. obtrusive. It's it not, spins, yeah. so it's not blasting everything the exact same way all day long. I mean, you, you, know. could, you could get a box with a rotating motor, like, you know, the size of your wallet that just had a, a tube come down to run the cord through, and now mm. I magnet my uh, thing to there. In fact, actually, is, we, we hit up the Sea Swirl guy a while ago, and we're like, hey, man, I saw this thing over at Sean's house. I'd love to help you spread the word, you know, spread the good news about this thing, even though it's kind of old and clunky. Uh, it's the only thing that does this. Let's revamp it. Yeah, well, you know what? He said no. He's like, I think this is like a project, side project for him. Uh, and he's like, dude, I can't make 8 million of these. So <laughs> uh, if somebody else wants to make 8 million of them, uh, really, a really clean way. It's another way to actually put pumps in the tank make them look smaller, have things like tunes, which can be aimed in any direction, and now they swivel automatically, yeah. and the cords hit in. Mm. Uh, hooray, <laughs> you know what, that's awesome. Okay, all right, so pull out your phone here. Oh yes, um, I do have to say real quick, before mm. we post this one, because this one's gonna apply to everybody today, mm. uh, whether you're in it or not, that you're gonna wanna go check out our community tab. But uh, DC Lee, oh, yeah. 1864, he said he made his first order with BRS this this week. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Right on. Awesome. Well, here. Well, I'm sorry. It could be a little cheaper in a second. <laughs> uh, all right. Can't tell you what it is, but uh, for those of you that subscribe to our channel, you Boom. just got a deal sent to you probably with a subscription feed. If not, hit that bell. Uh, or check out uh, our community tab. community tab on our page. Dave will show you where it is right here. Uh, oops. I think he started a little early. Uh, That's but. Right. Uh, there's a community tab. You can see it right there uh, on the channel. You can go see free stuff. It is not a free hat this week. That was last week's. Today is something totally Today is cool. something cold, totally different. Yep. It just hit. Again, so applies to everybody. So we'll see you next week. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, we but it'll be fun. Off the seat of our pants. Boom. All right, guys.